Meanwhile, four beers later, at Mr. B's bar in West Hollywood, Boom Boom, Jubilee, and Dazzler get the party started. Oh my god, you dumb bitches. You should have told me the dress code was depression. Ugh. You look like if Barbie was a sex addict. Oh, thank you. Boom Boom, you look like the final stop on a bimbofication spectrum. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> you look like Glinda the Good Witch's porn parody. Cheers. Oh my God. Uh, I'll just say, Boom Boom, you look like if Ileana got kidnapped by Ed Hardy instead of Belasco. <laughs> Boom Boom, you look like if Ladies Night was too fat to fit into that dress. Hi. You look like you were eliminated first on RuPaul's slut race. (laughs) (laughs) Boom Boom, you look like a brat doll doing the walk of shame in the desert after a train ran up on her. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, I'll give you one more. (gasps) You look like the girl who realized that Cannonball is so in love with his wife that he'll never come back to you. (sighs) Jubes, that was harsh. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, this is about my breakup. Can we just get fucked up? Sorry. Said you both look ugly. everybody and welcome to episode 237 of comic book queers legacy i am brett this is evil jeff hi evil hey i'm evil hey hey uh we have some comic books and some she hulk to talk about today but first how are you i'm amazing oh really i mean not really it's fine okay um Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you seen any interesting trailers lately? I have. Um, I heard a... Hello? Is there a knock on the cabin door? Uh, Ooh, better not answer it. (laughs) We are in the woods after all. Or it should be called Homophobia in the Woods. Oh, we don't know it's homophobia. Okay, we're talking about the new M. Night Shyamalan trailer for... A knock at the cabin, a knock on the cabin, a knock in the cabin, a knock up the cabin. Knocked Which is up, it? Getting the cabin knocked. The knocked up. up cabin, getting the cabin knocked up. Making it, it's called the pregnant cabin. Knocked up in the woods. But I think what's of note is I. It's been a while since there's been an M Night movie. First, right? Well, old. What was Wasn't the last that one? Old. That was was only... that straight up M Night, or was that like M Night no. produces and here's some young buck? No, director. no, that was no. He directed. That it. was straight up. Did you see old? Um, everyone was like, you have to see old. And I was like, it's going to be, it's M night. It's going to be terrible. And then my friend was like, fine, I'm going to go without you. And then he saw it and he was like, so bad. And I'm like, yep, that's what I thought. (laughs) I'm not going to see it. What are the good M night movies versus what are the bad M night movies? Um, there's not that many good ones. I I liked, um, of course, Sixth Sense is his best. Sixth Sense is a good one. Um, but I actually thought Split was okay. Um, I didn't care for it. Um, I did like Unbreakable. And Unbreakable was okay. I thought Split was fun. But then the one after that, there was the third, there was Unbreakable Split. And then they did Glass. Yeah, Glass. That was terrible. Um, Like the big twist was Sarah Paulson was a bad guy. It was like- Sarah Paulson was like, she was like, um, what do I want to say? Viola Davis, uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hated The Village. 
I oh, loved the village. That's I where hate, you and I differ. I because I guess the I guess the twist. Oh, so did I. I yelled right in the theater. I went car. <laughs> and there it came. Um, I did not like that one. Uh, Lady in Water. Hated I didn't signs. watch. Wouldn't even watch Hate Avatar. Lady in the Water. Wouldn't even watch Hate Avatar. Lady in the Water. Um, oh, signs. Signs. I see. I thought signs was okay. Hated signs. I thought it was okay. The end, though, it was so stupid. They don't like water. Oh, so they landed on a planet that was covered in all of water? Swing away. These aliens deserve to die. It was stupid. What's the one, though, the worst? The one with um, Mark Wahlberg? Oh, The where, Happening. The Happening, where everyone starts committing suicide. The trees were telling them to commit the suicide. Trees, the plants were mad. Ugh. The plants terrible. were mad. So bad. I, I actually think that lady in the water is worse than... I hate Lady in the Water so goddamn. It is the most pointless film I've ever seen. Yeah. And the self-indulgence of him casting himself as the writer who changes the world. The whole movie is like, we have to figure out who are these seven archetypes in this prophecy. And that's the thing. Maybe you're the, no, you're the one. No, it's you. No, no, no. Oh, no, they're the... Oh, so boring. And the one where he, the place where he excels is when he, is when he just directs and gets someone else to write. Um, which I don't know if he wrote Avatar. That was horrible. But I kind of liked the one where they were all stuck in the elevator and one of them was Satan. Oh, Devil? I love that movie. I had no idea that had anything to do with M. Night. I think he directed it but did not write it. I couldn't, I might be oh. wrong on that. But I know well, he was what about, part of it. He might have just produced it. But anyway, that one was fun. What about the movie that I love, The Visit? Oh, wait, that's he what, okay, he directed that. that one. That one is good. That's a good one. The I Visit is good. That that's number two for me after um, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, But actually, yeah. no, it's good. The Apple show Servant, which he directs a lot of. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Have you watched it? I did. I, I didn't care for I it I will say much. after the second season, I kind of like jumped the shark and I, I haven't been able to get back into it. So like what, I don't, we don't, we, we, I don't want to get into it. So the whole point is I'm we're talking about the new one. A knock the new on the one, cabin a knock door. up the cabin. A knock at the cabin door. Cabin door knockoffs. It's the cabin basically in the woods. two homos have adopted um, That's what's of an note. Asian girl, which, you know, then it can be a whole idea of is this a thing about the trauma of adoption, adopting? What what is are gays allowed to adopt? I don't know if you've ever been on adoption TikTok. What are you talking about? Adoption TikTok. People who have been adopted. There's a lot of people on adoption because I was always interested. Like maybe I want to have a kid. Let's look into it. And I somehow got on adoption TikTok. There are a lot of people that have been adopted that clearly have been traumatized, and they're basically like, gay people are not owed children. <laughs> Just because you're gay doesn't mean you get to go and adopt babies. And it's very like, are what? they traumatized because they were raised by gay? Couples? Some of them. These people? Some of them. Other people are just saying the whole adoption process, how you have to pay money for children, is a very messed up. Like the whole, all the process is very messed up. And looking into it, it's like it's very disturbing and messed up. Yes. I think the idea of like wanting to raise a child is great. But, um, but the processes involved to get the child are usually very shady and fucked up and traumatizing. Oh, especially okay, with well, a lot of the ones, especially if you're a gay person going to another country and getting a child. Um, sometimes that child might not have been willingly um, taken from their been given up. Anyway, good fucking what? Are, what? What tangent is this? This is the tangent of maybe that's what this movie is about. <laughs> Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. But basically, it's the it's the first horror movie where it's dealing with a gay couple and their adopted child. But it Yay. looks like um, Drax from uh, Our Garden. David of Bautista. There's like four people that come knocking on the door, and they're like, "Hey, the world's going to end, and you're the chosen one who have to make a horrible choice." 
And it clearly seems like he, one of them has to like maybe kill his daughter and husband. And if he doesn't, then the world will end. That's what it seems like to me, uh, I right? just It's four strangers knock on a gay couple's cabin and they say, we are here to prevent the apocalypse. You have to make a choice. By the way, we're holding these really scary looking weapons. You have to make a choice. And if you don't make the choice, the world will end. The thing that's interesting about these strangers is they're so reluctant. Yeah. They're crying that they have to do this. David Bautista is giving them the, the download, yeah. explaining the premise of the movie. And he's like, oh, I don't, you have to make a choice. He's a he's a tour de force, by the way. Um, I what would you do? Um, I would probably kill my daughter because she's adopted. <laughs> and so I, don't, I, I can't I can't love her that much. Oh, shut up. That is horrifying. I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just riffing off of your adoption I know, trauma. I know. OK, but I'm I will kidding. say this. I, I probably would just let the world end because I feel like me I, too. if that was happening, I would be like, I don't. What's the proof you have? Can I have proof? And they'd probably just send me to something and I'd be like, I think you're a kook. Like, I don't, I, there's nothing they could convince me to kill somebody that I would believe them. As the because world was ending, so. I'd be like, oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but I probably I would, be, would just be like, come here, husband. I was cheating yeah. on you anyway. Yeah. Not cheating. We have an open relationship, but I was having sex that I wasn't telling you about. I mean, if it was Joe was the one having to make the decision, he'd probably blow my brains up before they even did the choice. They would hand him the gun and then he shot me and he's like, oh, wait, what and is then this? he would be like, so what's the <laughs> <laughs> wait? Oh, so wait, what is this? <laughs> You were saying something about a choice. <laughs> That's like you ever see that 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 other movie where it's like um, it reminds me of that it was based off of an old uh, Twilight Zone, I think, or Alfred Hitchcock. But it was like a person comes to the door and they have a little box with a button. Oh, that's the box. Yeah, and they're like, if you will press this button. Yeah, they ended up making us horrible. It's Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz move. That's the thing. It was a 20-minute short, Twilight Zone short, and they made a whole yeah. movie about it. No. But um, that's the thing. As you press the button, um, a person you don't know will die, and you'll get like a million dollars. Like in, yeah. And there's about a parodies of it where they're like, if you press this button, someone will die. And the person just starts pressing the button. And they're like, no, I didn't even tell you what you get. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. But uh, of course, the twist at the end of that is it's like someone you don't know will die. And then it's like, oh, well, who are you bringing the button to? And it's like to someone you don't know. And you're like, oh, you're the next person that will die when the oh, next person presses shit. the button. So that's the twist. So I that's just wouldn't twist. do it. I wouldn't do it. I, and honestly, if they're like, oh, the world's going to end, I'd be like, hey, the world's going to end in 20 years anyway. Honestly, here's here's where I'm at with other people. If anyone or anything, any demon, any creature, any person came up to me and was like, I have a deal for you. And they said it just like that. I would go, nope. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. I don't want to get mixed up with you saying things like that. That's shady. Yeah. And I have a deal for you. Nope. And that reminds me, I just want to go over really quick, even though I feel like I'm going to talk about this now, since it's even though I'm not going to talk about things we've seen. I just watched 3000 Years of Longing. Oh, how was that? I thought it was really good. I really liked it. Um, I hear nothing happens. It's the guy. Yeah, nothing happens. But I think that's what's interesting. It's more the fascination of hearing the story of this genie, of how the genie keeps getting trapped over and over again in the lamp. And then Tilda trying to figure out how do I do these wishes in a way where, because she's kind of like um, a scholar and she's like, every story with wishes 
screws over the person wishing. It's always it's always a, a a tale of how you can't wish for things, and so it's her trying to be like, how do I wish for things? That won't without falling into that that trap. trap. Yes, and so it's it's very much more intellectual, and I thought it was fun. Like if okay. you were watching, I think it's, it's going to be like George Aladdin Miller. Part Two. But yeah, um, isn't it George Miller? Isn't it the guy that directed Mad Max? Mad Max. Yes. Which I could see choice. if you were like, oh, it's the guy who did Mad Max. Yeah, this is nothing like that. <laughs> this is not Furiosa. But anyway, I'll see. I mean. Will I see it? I'll probably see it when it starts streaming. I will not go to the theaters to pay for M. Night Shyamalan. I'm sorry. My thing with M. Night Shyamalan is in the middle of the movie, I start trying to guess what the opposite of what's happening is. Yeah. So I can guess the ending. Yeah. And at this point, it's now either you guess it and then you're like, oh, I guessed it. Or you didn't guess it because it's so stupid and you're like, oh, it's dumb. But all the good movies, all the ones I like, are the ones where I guess it, where I go, Bruce Willis is dead. Oh, you guessed that Bruce Willis car. was dead? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I did not guess it, and that's why I, I guessed it before it I saw the movie. movie. Like, I, uh, my sister saw it, and we were in a car, and she was like, oh, I saw The Sixth Sense. And I was like, oh, the movie with the twist. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, the I See Dead People movie? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, Bruce Willis is dead, right? She's like, Fuck, how did you know? But that's the thing. You knew there was a twist. See, when I saw it, I, I did. Yeah, you heard there was a twist I, by When yeah. I saw it right when it came out, and I didn't even know there was a twist. Y'all wanted a twist, out? hey? I did. Did you freak out? I did. I was just like. Did you stand uh, up and go, oh my God. I started, yeah, I, I jizzed in my pants. Okay, Evil Jeff, what is your favorite movie twist of all time? Favorite movie twist of all time. That's the thing is like, just overall, is this a good twist? Or is it a twist because it totally surprised me? Or what are, what are some twists that you just have really loved that got a like a reaction out of you? Okay. Like an, oh my God. All right. This one's when I'm young. That's the weird thing is like, I'm having trouble. Oh, oh okay. I'll say the biggest twist lately that threw me for a loop was The Good Place. I think the good place. I think the twist in the good place was one Fantastic. of the best twists. Fantastic end of season one. Yeah, twist. Twist because I did not see it coming, and me neither. It f- fucking threw me for a loop, and I was like, "This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen." I will say, when I was younger, there's a movie called Mousetrap with Michael Caine and Christopher Reeves and Diane. Yeah, Cannon. Oh yeah. And that's the one. This was like made in the like 1980, and in it, Diane Cannon they. The whole thing is Diane Cannon and Michael Caine are plotting to kill Christopher Reeves because they want to steal the book he wrote and claim that it's his book so that they can because it's like too similar to his. And so they kill Christopher Reeve, but then he pops up back alive and Diane Cannon has a heart attack. And then Christopher Reeve and Michael Caine start making out. Yes. And you realize that they were actually in on it all the time to kill her. And that whole gay twist. Oh, that's so good. uh, And then this other twist, I will say, this was an old Alfred, I think it was Alfred Hitchcock um, from the 60s. And basically, um, it was a little short where a nurse comes, it's her first day, to take care of this old man in this mansion. And then there's this big fat nurse is the nurse that's already there. And it's at night and it's storming and thundering. And they're like, oh, there's an escaped um, insane asylum patient escaped and is out on the loose and he could murder anybody. And so they're all very scared and they hear all these sounds and someone might break in and they're convinced someone is going to break in and kill them. That's the insane asylum patient. And at the very end, this person breaks in and the nurse, the new nurse kills them, but it turns out it's like the gardener. Shh. 
And then the fat nurse goes, <laughs> and pulls off her wig, and it's the insane yep. asylum in drag, which is, I guess, yes. transphobic now. Like, you can't do that anymore. Terrible. But back then, when I saw that, I was like, what? Speaking of transphobic, I mean, there's a few twists in movies that were like, oh my God, she has a dick. Yeah, those things do not fly. The crying game. The crying game, sleepaway camp. Ah, uh, sleepaway camp definitely surprised me. But now you look at it now and you're like, oh my God, the transphobia. Yeah. I think they should, they should do a sequel to sleepaway camp where a trans person just murders all the people who wrote the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to cite the others as one of my favorite twists of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guessed that one, though, and that disappointed me. You did? Yeah. <gasps> I did not. It turned out Nicole Kidman and her kids were the ghosts. Yeah, I, as soon as the husband came from war and they didn't know if he was alive or dead, yeah. and he came into the fog and then disappeared in the fog, I'm like, well, he's dead. So I think that means all of them are dead. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, oh, you're all dead. And then it was like, what? We're all dead. I'm like, yeah, I got it. But it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's a good movie. Twists. And um, <laughs> best twist, uh, Strictly Ballroom. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, Strictly Bodies twisting, twisting and turning. Oh, twisting the night away. <laughs> Isn't that about Nazis? Strictly Ballroom? Aren't the bad guys Nazis in that movie? I don't remember there being any Nazis in Strictly Ballroom. Why, why, why am I Nazis inserting in Nazism ballroom? into Strictly Ballroom? Baz oh, it's about it's Baz Luhrmann dance movie. It's in Australia. What was the one with Nazis? I'm gonna Google Nazi dance movie as we segue. Are you Tell thinking Joey's of cabaret? Not I'm not thinking of cabaret, Joe. Revoke his gay card. I'm not thinking of cabaret, Joe. I know cabaret. Revoke my gay card. I heard that. There's a twist. You're like, Siri, what is the movie with dancing and Nazis? <laughs> They're like, I'm the producers. It's Swing Kids, okay? I just Googled it. Swing Kids. Swing Kids. <laughs> I knew there was a Nazi ballroom movie. It's Swing Kids. All right. 1993. Okay. Starring Christian fucking Bale. <laughs> I know. Do you believe he started Newsies? Newsies. Swing Kids. All right. It's all connected. It's all the bail, the bail verse. I can't handle this anymore. Let's talk about some X-Men. Let's talk about X-Men comic books. I want your ass. What should we start off with? Uh, let's start off with the book we started off with, Exterminators, number one by Leah Williams. That's great. This is made for the gays. This was made the for the gays. Too. I mean, these two, Carlos Gomez is the artist. These two gays in particular yeah. Because I love me some grindhouse bloody action. Yeah. And I love two of the three main characters in yeah. this book. Yeah. Um, love me some Boom Boom and Dazzler. And of course, it's like, why have they not hung out together before? Right. This is interesting. Dazzler is actually just living in West Hollywood and is having sex with some new boyfriend. When she was like, oh, I yeah. got broken up. I thought it was going to be like long shot or something. No, just some dude no, with just long some hair. Dude, random dude with long hair. Who has his chest out. Yeah, yeah, it turns out he's a vampire. Turns out he's a vampire. He's wearing the same kind of light bearer or whatever it's called, amulet that Jubilee used to wear when she was a vampire walking around in the daylight. Yeah. 
And it looks like they're just in some weird, they just get put into some kind of like, no, it just reminds me, is it like Arcade? Is Arcade the bad guy in this? I feel like Arcade has to be the bad guy in this because our three, so Boom Boom, Dazzler, and Jubilee go out for shots because Daz went through this breakup and they get mickeyed. They get a Mickey Finn, they get roofied, they get drugged, and they wake up in what is probably Arcade's murder world. Yeah, because that's just what it feels like. It's just what it feels like. There's traps that are like logic-defying. So it turns out this vampire is the one that drugged them, probably put them into what is probably Arcade's murder world. Yeah. But there are other vampires. There's like, what is Jubilee's driving like Bigfoot or whatever those things are called? Those monster trucks. Monster truck. Yeah. Dazzler is running from vampire creatures in a maze all of a sudden. And there's blood, blood, and more blood. Yeah. I just really like the tone of this book. It's just like, it's Leia Williams comedy. It's very like, fuck you bitch kind of vibe, which we love. Yeah. I also love that. Boom Boom is just being treated terribly throughout the entire thing. Like even the one where it's like, I didn't put my seatbelt on and she just flies through the windshield and slams into the wall and then barfs <laughs> everywhere. And they're like, oh my God. Like Boom Boom, get it together. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of puking. Yeah. And then I think the big twist in the end, it looks like Wolverine is trapped in this uh, world too. Girl, yeah, girl it looks like she's a little, she's a little brainwashed as well. Shivering. They're gonna have to fight her. Which I like. That's the. If I was an X Man, the last thing I would want is like. And now you have to fight brainwashed X twenty three, aka Wolverine. I'd be like, oh, Shivering. This is the last thing I want to do. Cause she's scary. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't want to fight Logan either. Well, that's the interesting thing is like, of the four of them. If you had to pit them all, I feel like, well, I guess you can't count Wolverine because Wolverine would win in the end. But of the three of them had to battle each other, who do you think would win? Which we, I think Jubilee would die first. Uh, I think Boom Boom would die first. But I mean, Jubilee and Boom Boom I mean, would I die think Dazzler would pretty win. quickly. Yeah. I think Dazzler would win because she would probably do a thing where she, you know, found a way to make a loud noise and burn Laura to a crisp. Yeah. Yeah. And then Laura will heal, but then she'll kill Dazzler. But then Dazzler will be like, guess what? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm back, bitch. I'm pod- I don't even need an egg. And no one's explained this, by the way, yeah. how I can pop back up. They did bring it back in um, A-Force. It was a plot Did they line. explain it? No, the whole thing is Dazzler ended up going into space. Um, There was something and their whole entire thing was going to blow up. And like Carol Danvers was like, no, you can't do this. And she's like, I'll sacrifice myself. And she ends up dying. They bring back her body. And then she just comes back to life. And she's like, they're like, how'd that happen? She's like, it's actually happened a few times before. And then they're like, we need to figure out why. And then they still never explain why. She's like, we sure do. And they get, but we can't because this book is canceled. Yeah, exactly. They never ended it. Yeah, it got canceled before they could get into it. Do you like so Leah Williams is my most likely person to 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 go there and to the Dazzler resurrection thing. I think if anybody would do it, it would be her. So yeah. I have like a secret wish well, that she addresses who, who it wrote, in this book. Um, who, she won't. Who was writing Excalibur? Wasn't that Chris Claremont? No, 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 no. The newest one. Wasn't that Chris Claremont? No. The- that wasn't Chris Claremont writing that new Excalibur book. No, the one that came out with Betsy as Captain Britain. 
Oh, Teeny Howard. Teeny Howard. She would do it too. She would bring it up. Well, hurry the fuck up. I want Come to on, up. bitches. How about when Dazzler finds this weird creature? What is it? Like a vampire baby or some shit? Yeah. And to make a loud noise, she throws it all the way up in the air. So it screams. Yeah. So that she can use its scream to use her powers. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. <sighs> anyway, fun book. I, I wish this book came out every week and never ended. Uh, what else we got? Shit. How about Legion of X number five ending that title? Um, go ahead and, and I liked it. I felt it finally had a good ending, but I felt there was a lot of like, I felt like this book could have been shorter. I felt there was a lot of like twists and turns that went nowhere where I was like, I wish they just focused on the big eyeball lady. A lot of the mother righteous stuff wound up feeling like long setup to the next thing. Yeah. And bred more questions than answers. Yeah. Cause that's the thing is we had mother righteous. We had, what's the possessor character switch switch. And then we also had the, the weird, God tumult, the tumult God. And that was like, this is only f- like five issues or six issues. How about we just do one of those things? It packed a lot in. I feel like this is a book I liken this book to a painting that's very weird. And I go to the museum, I look at the painting and I'm like, oh, okay, this is very cool. I'm not emotionally connecting to it, but I, I, I can see how this is weird and different and cool. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Yeah. I feel we could have emotionally connected to it. If they took those two plot, like they took um, the switch and the motherless uh, righteous or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, if they took that out, because once they started getting weaponless Zen and Nightcrawler's kind of love story, they could have had more time to go into Legion and Blindfold being reunited. And then they could have gone more. I was still very confused about the world that he creates that's inside his mind because yeah. they were like, oh, well, if they start to die, they can't be resurrected. I was like, why? That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And then people started dying in there. I'm like, oh, so are those people dead forever? I don't know. There's some- one. Th- speaking of dying in the altar, which is that that bubble universe in Legion's head, a lot of Legion's personalities. One might even say all of Legion's other personalities that had been locked up. They seem to have all been erased. Yeah, but and then it's like, are they? Does Serata. that mean has so, he been cured? Is he healed? Or is he just going to yeah. create new personalities? Does that mean? But those are also all of his powers. Very, yeah, exactly. These are questions. But how he must have some sort of source power that created all those other powers in the first place. Can he make new ones? Well, but that's yeah, because his, his Omega level thing, when that list of Omega that, that Hickman wrote, who is now my god to me, I, I base everything on what he wrote. Um, yes. I think it said his Omega level power was power manifestation. Yeah, so he can just keep... I think he can just keep creating. But that's the thing is, like, yeah. maybe can he be at a point where he can just create the powers on his own rather than having to create a new personality with them? Right. Or... Those are the are things I want deal. to explore. I don't need to see Banshee as Ghost Rider. 
I don't need us to. That's weird. I mean, at so least Banshee's, he was talking where he's like, oh, oh, me Moira. Moira skinned me skinned alive. Skinned me alive. <laughs> oh, my girlfriend skinned me alive. Oh, my God. But who is the other character? The spirit of variance, she said, she called him. The ghostwriter? Yeah, I don't know what any of that iteration. was. I didn't get it. I don't know. It's it's odd. The the thing that one other symptom of this book packing so much in, character I'm looking at the Dramatis Personae page, the character list at the beginning. Forget me not. Yeah, forgot and we did. It happened. Lost. <laughs> yeah, lost. Got lost. Because that would be a great twist if they were like, oh, we all won. How did it happen? And then it rewinds and shows you Forget-Me-Not was like actually manipulating things and saving everybody. And he li- he like winks at us, winks at the reader. Yeah. Like, I'm like do, this all the time. Talk about, and we talk, speaking of twists, that would have been a great twist. That would have been great. But if you're going to use a character like Forget-Me-Not, use a character like Forget-Me-Not like that. Um, Dr. Nemesis, he showed up, he was missing an arm. And for the life of me, I was like, why is he missing an arm? When did that happen? I don't remember. Oh, did that happen? Oh, I think it happened um, in previous issues when um, Fabian Cortez got like totally murdered and burnt to a crisp. Mm-hmm. I think he got his arm burnt off, I think, in one frame. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. It's done. Good characters, though. And it's good, good characters, characters. But then it just leads Zen. to, but then it leads to Legion going and um, to the Uranus fight. To Uranus fight and then dying. So I'm hoping the next one will show that. Looks like it will. Good. All right. All right, then. What else do we have? All right, New then. Mutants. New Mutants hit a milestone. It's their 40th anniversary. In New Mutants number 30, Vita Ayala's last issue. And I think they did wonders for this book. They said, we did two arcs that were very meaningful. I was like, that was just two arcs? My goodness. But yeah, Shadow King, right? Was super long. Yeah, that one was really long. That was very long. This book was fun. I just, the art kind of took me out of it. Yeah, the art was not good. And I just felt it was a little too much like... Hey guys, remember it was like those old episodes. Hey, remember the new mutants? Like it was like those Golden, Golden Girls? Girls episode where exactly. they would like remember back that time when we all got our hair done, like and then would like I don't know. It was just like Well, there was I no, wasn't always this brave, yeah. remember Ma? Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, it totally felt I had the same thought. Like this feels like a clip show on the Golden Girls. Which is fine. But it did it revisited key, I guess, history moments like the original like the OGN like the original team the X-Force team with Pink Hair Karma other things it's fine I just don't really know what else to say about it I don't either nothing happened in it that that, like is going to have any effect on anything in the future we continue just to give more and more to Sunspot just the fact that he was having a space yacht party. It's just funny. Yeah. It's great. That Sunspot has that vast potential, storytelling potential or. Yeah. Creativity. Did you ever read X-Men Green? Like the X-Men Unlimited uh, comics? No, I still haven't. I still haven't. Because they're starting to release the paperbacks of those. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. We'll let you get to that. What else I will soon. There? There was Judgment Day. 
Yeah, let's talk about Judgment Day. Judgment Day number five. A lot. They're going with this. They killed. Yo, man, they they killed everybody, but not everybody. I mean, there's still like, oops, there's still pockets of people. But that's that are alive. But but yeah, but that's the other thing is. First of all, I was like, oh, I guess they're just going to start resurrect because at the twist, twist, um, they resurrect Captain America in the egg, the mutants in the egg, and so they. I think Egg is dead because they only have limited eggs. When did Egg die? I'm assuming when a shit ton of people died. Yeah. I was I was confused at the end when they said we have a limited amount of eggs and basically said, while Cyclops is great, a great leader, Cyclops is not who the world needs right now. And so we're not going to resurrect Cyclops with our limited eggs. We're going to resurrect Steve Rogers. Yeah. And so my other thing, though, that doesn't make any sense to me is also is just like all of the great world's leaders tried to escape in a spaceship up. I just blew it up. And I'm just like, I feel like there needs to be a rewriting of history. Like, I feel there needs to be a time reset. I feel like they just. Was that the great leaders? I took that to be just just a bunch of like the the richest people. Yeah. But I'm assuming that was probably them, too, I guess. But that's the thing. Even then, it was just like. I just feel like they just genocided half the world. So it's like, is that going to be the world now where it's like, oh, half the people are dead? We just killed half the humans and let all of them just You have die? to reset. Like, I feel there just has to be a reset at this point. Like, they've just gone too far where you're like, you yeah, there's no coming this- back again. This, you have to force the celestials. So, you know, we, we said Moira bomb. And that's why I do feel there's going to be a... I think they're going, yeah, I think they're going to do the Moira thing and try to reset the timeline back. I think so, too. Moira was in this book earlier, which at this point feels a little uh, um, peripheral. Well, Orcus, once the the fighting started, Orcus just disappeared and it was just just the Druig and his Eternals fighting. They established Orcus for some reason. Yeah. And they also so established like they are um, going to use a Mo- the Moira power. And they to also established um, Sinister literally right before he gets kidnapped. He establishes that he can reset timelines. Right. And that he's been doing it in Immortal. We also saw so, uh, Mystique and Destiny get burned up in flames. How about he made Cyclops vulnerable to his own optic? His head exploded. Carol Danvers dies of rapid cancer. I mean, it was, this was horrible. Yeah. This was gross. The Stafford Coopers are super dead. Thor is killed. Captain America is the first one killed. Like, and he's killed in front of the entire world. Nightcrawler is like, we would like to broadcast your death globally. Will you join me? Yeah. Do love that Nightcrawler was prominent, though. It is funny, though, where they're just like, this is what the world needs. And I'm like, um, I don't know if you remember, but most people hate America. So if the whole world saw Captain America die, I think You're like, oh, the, these assholes most again. people would be cheering. <laughs> it is Jack funny where it's like, dead. oh, all of us need to like join together. And then it's just like, oh, you do realize like the whole world is falling apart. Yeah, America's not the beacon of hope you think it is, folks. No, but yeah, true. That was the same thing where it's just like, um, there's like Russia's about to nuke everyone and China's about to go crazy. And like, it's, and, and America's a pile of dog turds. Like, <laughs> I'm going to give us yeah. a thumbs down too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Celestial was like, oh, by the way, all of America, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. 
He should have just did it by country. It would have been a lot quicker. Yeah. Here's what I love. Nightcrawler is the one who at the end is like, we have to think outside the box. We have to be creative and we have to think of possibilities we never would have thought before, which is the spark. And he's the one that gets them to resurrect Captain America. I don't know. I think it was kind of a nice payoff of Nightcrawler's whole spark deal. Yeah. But this does bode the question because before this is the second non-mutant they've resurrected. Who was the first? You don't remember? I don't remember. The Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch. They resurrected right. her because they're like, That's oh, right. you're precedent. technically still in the system because we used to think you were. When you fooled Cerebro, whatever that meant. So my question is, how did they get all of his brainwaves into Cerebro? Well, you got Xavier right there. Xavier's still alive. Xavier's there when Cap. So did he just personally download his whole brain waves? I mean, that's why the dude walks around with that helmet on. So he just personally downloaded the brain waves. And then I guess did but then did they just take like an injection? And like how how does the DNA when they inject the DNA into it, how does that work? I wonder like, can you just like take some blood? You take some spit. What if it's it only the thing? They can only do like a sperm cell. Can only do cum. Oh, I guess no, but women. <laughs> squirt. Oh, sure. <laughs> can we get some squirt. of your squirt? For some reason, women are resurrecting at lower frequencies than men. <laughs> what the world needs now is Captain America. How does he pop up with his shield? Like, does his shield come out of the pod or did an arm come out of the pod and then they quickly put a shield on it? I think they were, I think they're like, he's not popping out. And they're like, hold a shield over it. And when they held the shield over it, he like burst it out and grabbed it. He burst out and they're like, why is he hard? And then they have the shield. I know. And then it like goes over to like sinister. Someone like rolling their eyes like, oh. Yeah. And then the shield starts like rubbing up and down on his crotch. And like, what is he doing? Put his put his personality back in hurry. Just being like, just be like, hope you didn't make his dick bigger when you resurrected him, or he won't have all of this like motivation. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Do you think they're going to Moira bomb and reset the world, or do you think they're going to have the Celestials reset the world, or undo what they did, or do you think we're just going to have everyone dead? I don't see how they can have everyone dead because I feel like they've killed. And that's the thing is you can kill heroes all you want, but you can't. You, I think it's weird when you're just killing tons of humans. Like, oh, this is an Earth where half the humans are dead. Like, that's just then you're like not. Then then it's like you're not playing in the real world anymore. Think of the think of the like the delicious irony of mutants. making sure that this is all undone. And so they do in fact resurrect a shit ton of humans and all the humans are like, Oh, all right. We're not mad anymore. Thank you. That's all we wanted. But I was thinking of that too, but then that means, but then do humans just get like a one time reset? One time deal offer only good one time. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I actually think resurrection will no longer exist after this story. I tweeted about this. I likened it to the Abbott elementary episode about desking. Mm -hmm. Did you see that one? Yeah. 
with the, their trend is they're running all over the and desks. And then once the teachers and did it, then they did Once the teacher does it, once like a, somebody square does it, they don't care anymore. That's what I feel like just happened with Resurrection. Like, oh God, Steve Rogers is doing it. Ugh. Now it's not even cool anymore. I think it's too soon to end Resurrection. I don't see why they would end it. Maybe they'll say they are like, oh, it's over. We can't do it anymore. Because that's the other thing. Wink. If you have a limited number of eggs, why are you not resurrecting egg? Right. Um, no brainer. Like, so there's something that's no not brainer. adding up. Something's not yeah. adding up for me. Yeah, it's so weird for them to be like, we only have three eggs. I'm like, well. Why don't you put why? egg in one of them? And then he can make a thousand. Anyway. Let's no prize that people. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Judgment Day number six. Is that all the X Men comics? Wait. After the main book is over, yeah. we still have two more months of event, even though the main what book is the over. What is going to happen? What the fuck? Oh god! Is that all? There the was X-Men an offshoot. Books? Yeah, there was an offshoot issue of Avengers. A judgment day issue that was all about the whole issue was about Hawkeye being. I don't judged. feel like starting a new thing in music, so we're just going to encapsulate that with the X. Oh, I'm just gonna, I was just, yeah, I just wanted to say he passed. Uh, we're talking about Avengers 60? Yeah, he passed. Yeah, he passed. Oh, okay. I read that too. And I will oh, say did. the thing that I liked is he called out the thing that I was complaining about, where it was like, what is this basis? Like, he was like, if I truly believed I could go and kill everyone I want, would I pass? Because I'm sticking to my own standards. And the person was like, no, you don't get it. He's like, yeah, I think I get it. I think it's dumb. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I did, yeah. And I also did like, the only reason that you're putting judgment over us is because you can. Because you're powerful enough to do it. Yeah. <sighs> well, <sighs> Should we, well, should we talk about She-Hulk? Yeah. And another thing that I want to bring up. Okay. Hit the music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Um, before we talk about She-Hulk, I just want to do... I'm going to talk about something after She-Hulk, but right now I just want... Because this has nothing to do with superheroes or anything, but um, have you seen the show Reboot yet on Hulu? No, that's the one with the... It's the early aughts sitcom that they want to bring back. Yes, and it has right? Rachel Bloom and Paul Reiser yeah. and Keegan-Michael Key and Julie Greer and Johnny Judy Knoxville. Greer. Love Judy So Greer. I'm just kind of already, it's like, oh, these are like all my favorite people. So it's really fun. I think you would like it. I really like it. It's Apple TV? Uh, Hulu. Okay. I will watch. Yes. She-Hulk, though. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Kind of an offshoot issue. I mean, an episode. Bottle issue, uh, a bottle episode of a wedding. And love Beast, it. And with I the love Beast it. She's story. like, if this feels, if this feels random and off-timed, well, so are weddings. And a B story starring one of the greatest improvisers of all time. What's his name? Oh, Dave Pasquazi. Oh my god, <gasps> Dave Pasquazi from TJ and Dave. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chicago. I could not believe the character he was playing, Mister Immortal from the Great Lakes Avengers. Now people Incredible. are saying, is he a mutant? I think he is a mutant. But he's never showed up again since that. 
Like since the, because that's the thing, Mr. Immortal would be great on Krakoa. He could be on that, remember the book I had where it would be Layla Miller and Dazzler? It could also have Mr. Immortal on it too. The Resurrection. Interesting. But yeah. The, uh, the jury is still out if Mr. Immortal is an Avenger. I mean, uh, a mutant. Sorry. A mutant. I was looking at the word Avenger. Nothing was said in the TV uh, show anywhere. Yeah, nothing was specifically said, especially in the TV show, whether he was a mutant. Um, but I love that he had all these women and one man. And whenever the relationship got difficult, he would just kill himself and then resurrect and so start great. over. Mr. Immortal is a mutant. Uh, yeah, I'm on Wikipedia. Um, why has Mr. Immortal never been on Krakoa? I'm mad now. Yeah. I think we need to figure this out, Krakoa. We are filling the MCU with mutants before we fill it with any mutants. Yeah. So, yeah, but so funny that he keeps trying to get out of these difficult social situations by killing himself. And then and popping right back up. Speaking of difficult situations, poor Jen Walters has to go to a wedding and she does, and she feels confident as She-Hawk. So she tries to go as She-Hawk, but Patty Harrison, who I love. Patty Harrison, who plays her friend from high school, the bride. <laughs> um, <sighs> she is like, don't you dare be She-Hawk. This is my day. But then of course, Titania shows up um, to fuck with her. And uh, it's just a very cute episode. It's also just like, it's just so funny how the difference in confidence when she is not She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And of course, she does get hit on by someone who actually likes her as Jen. And he was pretty cute. He was very cute. So let's hope there's a sex scene with that. Yeah. <laughs> She's so adorable when she's drunk and miserable and, like we said last week, bumbling. Of course, inevitable fight between Titania and She-Hulk. Jen turns into She-Hulk, fights Titania, wins, <laughs> destroys Titania's veneers, which was hilarious. And then Patty Harrison shows up and is like, oh, my God, She-Hulk's at my wedding, which you realize was the ploy the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say I had to rewind a part back because I didn't realize when they said, oh, here's your groomsman that you're walking down with. And it was a dog. I thought they mm-hmm. were like, here's the groom. And I was like, she's marrying a dog. No. And then I was like, Jonathan, wait, I need to rewind this. I don't know. Yeah. The groomsman Jen was paired up with as a bridesmaid was the ugly dog. What an ugly dog. Um, I do wish these were longer. I do feel it's a, a problem. Me too. They're only these, 30 minutes. All of these Marvel shows are only 30 minutes, and I feel like it's just cutting things short. And I think yeah. maybe I wouldn't mind if they were 30 minutes if there was like 20 episodes. Right. But they're only going to have like 10. So you're just like, come on. More. Because apparently the new Andor just dropped on Disney, mm-hmm. which Joe was like, are you going to watch this with me? And I'm like, hell no. Hell no. Although I hear they say the word shit. Yeah, actually, Joe is like, it's so separated from Star Wars. You're like, I'm still not watching it with that, you. That he's like, it's really good. But there's going to be a ton of episodes and they're all like an hour long. And it's like like 45 minutes long. And, I, and, I, and I'm just like, Ugh, why does Star Wars get to have this treatment? Why can't Marvel right. shows get this treatment? Anyway. Ugh. There are people oh who are like, 
on TikTok because I, I follow a lot of Marvel things on TikTok. So people sure. will come up and then this one dude came up and he was just like, that's it. She-Hulk is the worst show ever made. And basically it was just being like, these fights are so lame. And then finally I was like, this just isn't for you. This is but not also- for like some dude who wants to watch like Guardians of the Galaxy, shoot him up, shoot him up stuff. That's not what this show is. And the show knows that. The show clocked this particular corner of the audience. It is depicting the incel corner of the audience, you know, like the She-Hulk haters so well. It is satirizing them so well on the show, which I hope is only making them angrier and angrier. Yeah. But it it feels like She-Hulk is kind of untouchable because it already is saying the things that it knows those guys are going to say online. But that's what's making them mad. It's like, it takes their words out of their mouths. Yeah, they're like, they're making me sound like I'm a misogynist. And you're like, well, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, how that so, works. so do you. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's funny how that works. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want more. I want more. More, 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 more. Are you I doing from more. Madonna from Dick Tracy? From Dick Tracy. Love that. What are the words to that song? Got my rhythm. No. Got my I have a sigh adore. To adore. I got feeling that. Okay. No one wants to listen to that. I will say I was, I guess I was in eighth grade. You were in seventh grade probably. When that mm-hmm. came out. So was my ass putting in a cassette tape of that album, dancing around in my room to all of those songs? Yes, I was. Girl, maybe it was the first cassette tape I ever bought myself with my own money. Oh, mine. <laughs> mine was the true the true blue album. <gasps> so mine was a bit earlier. But uh yeah, Madonna. Be- she's great. Best song, best song on Madonna True Blue. Go. Uh, where's the party? <laughs> oh, open your heart. Open your heart. All right. Okay. Yeah. Open your heart. Open your heart is great. But I, but that's the thing is because open your heart was played all the time. You could only hear where's the party on. Like if you played the album, where's the party? Where's the party? I want to free my soul. I will tell you this. I actually went to the Madonna blind ambition concert and it was amazing. And I just I taped it off HBO. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. And I watched a little bit of um, Lady Gaga Dodger Stadium because she just came to Dodger Stadium and we're like, oh, what did I miss? And I started watching that and I was like, oh, this is just blind ambition. It is. But but um, Lady Gaga is not working out. is not doing cardio enough. <laughs> Oh, God. Because she's trying to do all the costume changes, the dancing, and she's just too tired. She's oh just like, oh, man, hey, I can't, listen, I can't hear Madonna. a thing. What? Madonna stayed in shape like, yes. to the point where she looked weird. To the point where, yeah, to the point was it was probably like like uh, 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 an eating disorder. Yeah. But she could sing those songs. And to get out of it, Lady Gaga would keep stopping going, everybody raise hands! Yeah! <laughs> for, for a good... Seven minutes. But she would say that maybe 20 times a song. Ooh. Because she just was running out of breath. So every song, you're just like, <laughs> uh, you know, where it's just like, can't read my, can't read my, get your hand, get your hands up, face. She's got, get your oh hands up. And you're like, all right, but just sing. Just stop dancing. Just stand still and sing for a little bit. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. 
Ugh, Lady Gaga looks like somebody put makeup on a hefty bag when she's done with one of her shows. Um, I have another show that I want to talk about that my oh. fiance took a gun, put it to my head and said, sit down, we're watching this together. No, he, he said, hey, wouldn't watch oh this. And I went, okay. L.A. It's uh, on Amazon Prime. It is called Pan- It's called Pantheon. Don't say oh. ew, you like the boys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, this one, it's an animated show called Pantheon. It has a lot of famous actors in it. Uh, the Girl from Orange is the New Black um, and others. I can't think of any. Oh, The Girl from Orange is the New Black, the, the show that was entirely comprised of women. <laughs> the star, the oh, blonde Taylor, girl, Taylor Schilling. Yeah, yeah. Piper. Piper, Piper um, anyway, no, it's not her. Uh, basically, this daughter is being bullied in a school and she starts getting these emojis and she's like, you know, she has a mom, but the dad is dead. And she starts getting these weird emojis of like someone being like, I'll help you. And this weird person hacks into the phones of all the girls bullying her and basically exposes all of their emails and kind of gets revenge on all of them. And as she's like looking into like, who are you? She starts realizing like it's her dad, but her dad is dead. And then she realizes her dad worked for this company that was working on uploading people's brains onto the internet. And so it looks like her dad has probably been uploaded onto the internet and is alive on the internet. And I saw a pre, and so it's it's very kind of like, uh, you know, it's like an evil company, and then these, and then there's different players of different aspects of it trying to figure out like what's going on. And the mm-hmm. only way you can upload the brain is while they are still alive. So like literally, they cut your skull off while you're still alive. And then, like, slice down your brain and upload it. Oh my God, it's like severance, kind of, except for the uploading. Yeah, but 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 you die, so you're only in. Oh, yeah. No, they're literally chopping your brain up, like oh. with a buzzsaw, and it's going into like a computer. It's really, Ooh. it's very gory and disgusting. But I watched some previews for like the coming season, and the people once they start taking form in the internet have like they're basically gods. So when you see it in the internet, it's like Digimon. Oh, it's like Digimon. So they have like magic powers and stuff like that. Oh, cool. So I was like, and it's animated. You it's said it's animated. So I, 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 it's it's pretty cool so far. I like it. All right, Pantheon, Amazon Prime, check it out. Yes. Did you watch any more of Kin Porsche? I did. So we finally have gotten to the beginning of Vegas and Pete, the sadistic S&M relationship. Did he get kidnapped? He got kidnapped and he sure did get some sort of uh, like battery and clamp electricity device. To his balls. Put on his dick. Yeah. (laughs) Put on his balls. And then smiling through it. And Vegas leaned in with a little smile on his face going, so why are you smiling? And I was like, oh, these two are about to get it on gross because it's going to be bloody and electricity and, and punchy. Oh, God. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. But yeah, it, I, probably one of the cutest scenes I've ever seen on a TV show is when Ken and Porsche are in bed, kind of like making up after all the drama of the previous episodes. And he's like kin to Porsche is like, so are we even now? And kid Kim, I'm sorry, Porsche takes Kin's head, puts it under the covers, wraps him up in covers and farts in the covers yeah. and makes Kin like be under the covers with the fart. I was hysterical laughing. Cause that was just, I know it was a fart, but it was the cutest thing. I'd They're ever such seen. a cute couple. 
They're such a cute couple. I'm just excited because you need to watch this next show, Love in the Air, when you finish that one. Because yes. literally the BL industry is freaking out because there is a sex scene that is so insanely intense um, that people are freaking out. Because it's about motorcycle riders. And there's literally things where he's just like, like the bottom is like, I can ride things too. And proceeds to sit on his dick. I mean, they don't show it. Jeez. But, but you're just like... This is porn. This is TV this is porn. in Thailand. I love, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's really good. All right. All right. We did it. We did it. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Everyone. Um, spooky season is almost upon us. And Ooh. Evil Jeff, I would imagine you and I are going to dip into some horror. Yes, we are. I'm excited Very exciting. to watch some scary things. Yes. Bodies, bodies, bodies finally air. comes out. Um, on Monday on streaming, so we can talk about that next week. Sure. What do you mean, sure? You don't want to? It's okay. Oh, okay, fine. It's good. You'll see. All right. You'll see. I mean, it's no barbarian. <laughs> what I'm excited, I like what, what I'm, I want to watch X because I want to see Pearl. Yeah, yeah, me too. The surprise prequel that dropped, but I want to wait till October to see X, and I fear that Pearl will be out of theaters by then. Yeah, it's tricky. But maybe it'll be streaming. Spooky season I problems. bet you they're going to probably release it for Halloween. It'll stream yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. That seems like a missed opportunity to not let to yeah. for people not to see the horror movie right around Halloween. Right. And Smile will come out soon, too. Are you going to go dress up for Halloween at all? No. I was invited I'm to I'm still wondering if I'm going to... Oh, you were? Yeah. What are you going to be? I decided to be a skeleton. Fun. I bought a hoodie and sweatpants that have bones on it. And then I'm just going to put like the top half since I have a beard of like a skeleton makeup and then I'm done. And my thing is I still have to look cute. Yeah, That's me my too. Only me too. I always costume. have to be like a little sexy. People are like, yeah. oh, aren't you going to be in drag? I'm like, no, because I still want people to think I'm like, I want to be hit. I want someone to hit on me. Yeah. I want people to want to fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to dress up for like cosplay for NYCC. Probably not. It's just too much work. Don't you already have a Havoc costume? Yeah, I mean, I had one. It sort of, you know, got destroyed when I peeled it off my body. Oh, that's kind of sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, please tune in. If there's any new fun gay things that you've heard about and uh, that we should be reading or watching, please let us know. And uh, if you also have any questions about BL or comics, uh, write to us. Ask us questions. We want to talk to you. And if you're going to be at New York Comic Con this year, remember Saturday, October 8th, you can meet me and a lot of other podcast hosts from House of X, X Reads, Homo Superior X, The Ex-Wife, a shit ton of them, as well as some comic book creators at the rooftop of the Hotel Hotel. That's at Social Drink and Food, 7 o'clock, Saturday, October 8th. I'm going to stay for like literally 45 minutes, so get there early. <laughs> <laughs> And there's going to be a cutout of me, and you can throw darts at it. That's right. That, oh, I'm just going to be talking shit about Evil Jeff the entire time. <laughs> if you have any questions about Evil Jeff, 7 o'clock Saturday, October 8th. <laughs> Actually, Artist Alley doesn't close till like 8, so I think a lot of creators are getting there late. But we do have some commitments from some creators that they will attend. Nice. 
Yeah, gay ones. Cool. Cool. A lot of things are gay. A lot of things are queer. Um, speaking of, if you went out and bought some comics and one of them was Exterminators and that was the first one you decided to read, well, I hate <laughs> to break it to you. That makes you queer. queer. Like it seriously does. Bye. 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 Bye.